Welcome to Briefings in Brief, an audio digest of IT news and information from the packet pushers, including vendor briefings, industry research, and commentary. I'm Drew Conry-Murray. It's September 20th, 2021, and here's what's happening. ZPE Systems presented at a recent network field day. Founded in 2013, ZPE Systems focuses on two markets. They provide out-of-band management for infrastructure, and they provide universal CPE for remote and edge locations. The UCPE gear can run third-party VNFs like firewalling and SD-WAN functions from your favorite third-party vendors. I'm joined by Ed Horley to talk about what we saw. Ed is CEO and co-founder of Hexabuild and co-host of the IPv6 Buzz podcast on the Packet Pushers Network. Uh, Ed, welcome to Briefings in Brief. What stood out to you about ZPE Systems? Well, I'll, I'll be honest, the first time, I, this is sort of my first introduction to ZPE. So yeah, I, was, I, was, yeah, I was sort of scratching my head, like, who are these folks and where did they fit in the landscape? And I think that was a big question for me as I couldn't figure out a category to stick them in. <laughs> it it kind of took them a while to actually just say what they did. I was like, just yeah. say it, please. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. And 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 I, I sort of see them in sort of a couple of different categories. I, I think the the whole, you know, sort of in market against, you know, an open gear or a console or Raritan, things of that nature that are sort of the out of band. Uh, I need a serial console to connect to something to configure it. And uh, and they've got some unique offerings because uh, they also do some zero touch capabilities. They allow you to have all the infrastructure in play to be able to do zero touch to stand up all the devices that might sit at a remote site while you're, you know, first initiating or building a small data center and edge configuration, something else, a remote office, right? And, uh, and, and they've done some very interesting work in trying to, you know, make all that work seamlessly and provide, you know, good sort of uh, infrastructure as code workflow to enable all of that and make, be cloud-centered around around all of that and make it secure for, for sort of day one rollout. And I guess they've been working with a bunch of the Silicon Valley shops for a long time that really need are really concerned about that sort of stuff uh, for for building out their infrastructure. And so that was that was sort of unique in terms of that one space. But then secondarily, and uh, I, it took me a while to figure this out in the presentation was <laughs> they can actually do full, you know, routing and switching. Right, right. <laughs> so so they can actually be the in-band portion, not just the out-of-band portion, but the in-band portion of actually doing effectively SD-WAN, right? Uh, or at least portions of SD-WAN. And, and you can run, uh, as, as you mentioned uh, in the intro, you know, you know, some sort of network, you know, virtualized capabilities, whether that's a firewall or some other sort of third-party um, capable device and, and be able to actually inspect traffic and, you know, do, uh, you know, policy-based routing, I guess, and other things. So yeah, it was, it, for me, that was super interesting. It's, it's a little unusual to see a product cross that many categories, I guess. Um, and uh, I imagine it makes it hard for them to sort of pitch what exactly they're I, doing. I was wondering if that was part of the issue and that they're playing in sort of two markets that I wouldn't necessarily associate. And so it makes it harder for them to to tell kind of a cohesive story. Although given the NASCAR slide they showed of their customers, I was surprised that I hadn't heard of them before because they do have an impressive list of folks on their roster. Yeah, for sure. That that was the thing that really sort of impressed me was the list of, of folks that have already sort of adopted and gone in with with them in terms of in terms of capabilities. They they seem to offer uh, quite a Swiss Army knife, I guess, <laughs> mm -hmm. of products. And so it seems like it makes a lot of sense for a given use case if you're if you need uh, you know this sort of remote equipment you know turn up deploy, but you also want it to act as you know your network connectivity maybe for both in band and out of band and. Uh, it's got cellular connectivity. It can handle standard Ethernet. It can handle, you know, some some forms of DSL and other things. So it's it's a pretty capable box uh, or boxes. They have a bunch of different offerings in terms of platforms. So it was it was it was interesting to hear about it. It seemed like one of the ways they're looking as a wedge into a customer was 
they seem to be designed toward potentially difficult locations where it's hard to get connectivity at all. So an oil rig or some kind of remote location where you can't wire in anything, you're going to need that that LTE or mobility capability. Right. Anything that requires a truck roll. Well, I guess I guess an oil rig is more than a truck. <laughs> it's a truck, a boat, <laughs> a boat, a helicopter, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever it takes to get out there. But yeah, I, I think that I think that's really is a part of the target market is saying like, hey, we've got uh, the right form factor for a place that, it, you know, it's going to require a two, three hour truck roll to get out and do something when it really could be something where I just need, you know, console port access or I need or I just want to, um, you know, completely rebuild the site. And, uh, and it has all the capabilities within the platform to say like, hey, I've got images that are, you know, stored on there. I've got my basic config files. I can pull down my, you know, what my topology needs to look like. I can inspect all the devices. I can bring that, I can bring all of that up on a remote basis to, to sort of instantiate. So sort of going from day zero build to day one, you know, configure to day two operate. It sounds like they're trying to solve you know, things in each one of those spaces. So I thought it was, I, I, I thought it was very interesting. They had, they had a pretty compelling, um, uh, you know, sort of demo and walkthrough uh, of, of everything they're up to. They didn't have enough time. They typical, you know, never field day, <laughs> tech field day, first time presenter, never enough time <laughs> to show through all the demos, but, yeah. but that's okay. You know, they were a little, they were a little rushed, but it was, it was worth seeing. And it was definitely an interesting product. I think it uh, if you have not seen the ZPE stuff before and, you, and you're, you're a network, uh, network engineer, they definitely should be on your list to sort of check out. The one thing that I had trouble getting my head around is on the on the UCPE side is why I would want them necessarily over, say, a typical SD-WAN or even an edge router vendor in that all the things they were touting, cloud connectivity, ZTE, uh, zero touch, um, firewalling security capabilities on the box, I can get that pretty much from you know any SD-WAN vendor you name. Yeah, I think I think that's probably the the I'm already deploying out of band council management, and this device is already there, and maybe mm -hmm. I make use of additional features at a pretty low cost, and so it might be desirable that way. I think that's probably more of the pitch than the replace. If you already have a large deployment of SD WAN, I don't see this replacing that necessarily, but you might be using this to actually manage it out of band. <laughs> strangely <laughs> enough, um, and and you might need it as an additional. Maybe it's a backup if you're backup. Uh, in terms mm -hmm. of network connectivity. So you might use it in that fashion. It may not be where you actually are using the, maybe the VPN or SD-WAN capabilities, but you're just using it for additional cellular backup capabilities, but you want to drop it as an ethernet port versus just a cellular WAN function in your SD-WAN. Okay. Or if know. you're constrained by space, power, et cetera, you just want it all mm -hmm. in one box instead of having multiple boxes. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see, I can see something like that too. So that, that, that would be my sort of initial sort of gut reaction. Um, I, I think, uh, I, I don't see them at least from a marketing basis. They don't seem to be playing in the traditional SD-WAN space of going out and saying, Hey, we're, we're someone you should be competing with or, or looking at that way. But I think, uh, it, it certainly seems that they're capable of being able to provide some of the services that fit in that category. Yeah. Well, if you want to see for yourself, head on over to techfieldday.com, look for Network Field Day 26, and then ZPE Systems, and you can see the whole presentation for yourself. Uh, thanks, Ed, for joining us. This is Briefings in Brief from the Packet Pushers. For more IT podcasts, blogs, and news created for engineers, subscribe for free at packetpushers.net. Don't forget to check out IPv6 Buzz. And Ed, where can folks find you online? Uh, yeah, Twitter, just at eHorley, and obviously for IPv6 Buzz, at IPv6 Buzz. All right, thanks.